Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T. Check it in on this glorious, glorious Tuesday. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. And y'all, I'm coming with some with some wisdom today on this tell it like it is Tuesday. And before I get started, especially during this season and time, I really want to encourage the saints, those that's claiming to be a saint and a part of the body of Christ. Let's stand for holiness. Let's stand for righteousness and actually come out the world and be separate, saith the Lord. Glory to God. Let's not compromise. Let's not go along to get along with what the world is doing, especially during this season. But let us let our light so shine. Glory to God. Us, if you know the truth of God's word, let's stand on it. Glory to God. And so anyway, I had to inject that on this. Tell it like it is Tuesday. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me get to the topic on this. Tell it like it is Tuesday. Question for you. What must I do to join the greatest organization on earth? What must I do to join the greatest organization on earth? Ooh. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, GD, all those other gangs, they don't have anything. They don't have anything on this organization. Glory to God. Because let me tell you, God reigns in this organization. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He has all power. Glory to God. The gun, a knife. Don't have no power on God, who is all powerful. Glory to God. He opened up the Red Sea. Glory to God. He destroyed two cities by fire. Glory to God. So you think a gun or a knife have anything on the power of God? Glory to God. Nope. It doesn't. And let me tell you, a child of God that is filled with his power, these organizations have nothing on them. Because see, when God gets ready to take to take us home, He'll do that. So when people think that they have limited people, have limited power. The devil have limited power. But my God is all powerful, unlimited power. Glory to God. And so y'all, I'm trying to call the devil because I'm telling y'all. God is awesome. This is the greatest organization on earth. This is the greatest family to be in. What is the greatest organization? What is the greatest family to be in? What is the greatest kingdom? Clue? The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And y'all, I am so excited and I am so happy. I'm so joyful that I am a part of the kingdom of God. Because I'm telling y'all, if God is in you and God is for you, you will never lose. You will be undefeated just as he is. He already have won the victory for us, y'all. So if you're in Christ, oh, glory to God, you're a winner. You are undefeated. Glory to God. So I'm telling y'all, y'all, if you have not joined the kingdom of God, it's time. It's time to come in and join the kingdom of God. Number one, because God loves you. Okay. God loves you. And number two, in order, in order to live a victorious life here and in eternal life, you must have You must have Jesus in your life. You must be a part of the kingdom of God. Because, see, I'm telling y'all, you don't want to go to hell. 
So the devil, this this magic and stuff that's happening, this witchcraft, and stuff, oh, he got some power. But see, our God has all power. And when the end of time comes, and time cease, and now we enter an eternal life, you want it's either you're gonna have eternal life with Jesus or you have eternal damnation with the devil. See, it's only two choices. So I'm like, why? Why would I spend my life living for the devil and then go to hell with him and burn for eternity? Like, why? Ain't no way. And so it's like, mm-mm. God loves us. Okay, y'all. God loves us and he wants us to be a part of his kingdom. That's why he died. That is why he died. He died for our sins. And so that's why a lot of people get it wrong with this Christmas, so-called Christmas holiday. Because Jesus came to die for our sins. If he would have stayed a little baby, we still would be, all of us would still be on our way to hell. So I don't know why God didn't put it in his word for us to celebrate his birthday. But we know he was born. And we know that he was born to die. And that's why God did make it explicit in his, in his word that we supposed to take time and have communion. And when we have communion, that is, that is us remembering his death. The bread that we eat for communion represent his body, the blood, the blood, the wine that we drink represent the blood glory to God that he shed for us. This is clearly in scripture for us to remember. Because Jesus came to die. So I'm telling y'all, I ain't going to get on that track tonight. But we got to join the greatest kingdom of God. It's a great kingdom because, see, this kingdom is everlasting. This kingdom is everlasting. So not only do I get to enjoy the blessings of God on earth, but I also get to spend eternity in peace with God. It's a wonderful thing because see y'all, some people right now is enjoying the pleasures of sin for a season. Okay. Pleasures of sin for a season, or they may be enjoying like, Hey, they work for it. They might be enjoying their car, their nice house and money. Hey y'all, it is nothing wrong with this because it is same people that have, have wealth. Yes, we Say people have wealth as well. I'm talking about when you just getting wealth and you forgetting about God. You have not totally surrendered your life to God. You're not serving God. You're serving self. That's when it becomes a problem and you don't belong to the kingdom of God. So I'm telling y'all, the greatest kingdom is the kingdom of God. Because you can look forward to a nice Ooh, just just a wonderful relationship with God here on earth that includes love and joy and peace and all of that with God here. And then when you die, you're you're resting until Jesus comes back. But when he comes back to capture us away, then you get to in, enjoy eternal life again with him in peace. Glory to God. I'm telling y'all, this is beautiful. And the, the Bible said that he has... He, he went away and he prepared a place for us. It's going to be so beautiful. And my father's house is many mansions. Glory to God. It's going to be so beautiful. So I'm telling y'all right now, like, why gain the whole world? All you gained was the world. A name for you in the world. But when you die, 
You going God gonna resurrect God gonna resurrect you when he come back and you gonna have your thinking facilities you gonna be able to feel the bank the pain so why gain the whole world and get everything you want on earth but you never please God your creator that enabled you to get everything you want on earth but you gonna live in hell for eternity Feeling the pain and remembering every time that you had a chance to get your life right with God, you refused it because you was only about self and pleasing self, but not giving glory to God. Now, that is a terrible life. And so I'm telling y'all, it's time to join the kingdom of God. I don't care how good you think you are. You're not, you're no good if you don't have God in your life. And I'm talking about you actually being born again and that's what we about to go through because you can't just enter this kingdom the kingdom of god on your own goodness i don't care what kind of family you grew up in i don't care how you are right now i don't care what kind of good works you have done we got to keep it real on tonight we must be born again because all of us was born with a sinful nature all of us was born with a sinful nature. That's why the Bible say you must be. Like, it's not an option. I don't care how many times you go up in the church building. I don't care how many times you buck and shout. I don't care how many organizations you donate to. I don't care how good you talk. Your works is like dung to God if you was not born again. Because those that's fleshly. We operate with God in the spirit. And he wants to kill that sinful nature. He got to kill it. That's why we got to be born again to become, to join the family of God. You're, you, me, we're not automatically in the family of God. Again, no matter how many times you come to church, no matter who put you in a church position, no matter what instrument you play, even if you teach or preach, you are not in the family of God if you have not been born again. Okay? So we got to be born again. All right. Born again is in John 3. We must be born again of the water and of the spirit to enter into the kingdom of God. How do I be born again of the water? All right. Thank you. Yes. Born again of the water. First, you must repent. You must repent. Okay. Godly sorrow working for repentance. So first you godly sorrow. Like, you like godly sorry. You like, wait, oh my God, I've been sinning against God this long? Oh my Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry for sinning against you. I just thought I was doing my own thing, living like I want. But Lord, I'm sorry for sinning against you. And then you be like, Lord, I want repentance. It's a change of heart, change of mind. So it's like, you know what, Lord, I realize that I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, Lord. I'm dirty. I'm filthy. I'm nasty. I need you to wash me. I need you to cleanse me. Lord, I want to live for you. I want to live for you. I don't care what you have done, who you've done it with, who you've done it to. God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Don't let the devil hold your past against you. God will cleanse you, excuse me, from all unrighteousness. So you got to look at it and be like, hey, I'm on the losing side because I haven't been born again. So you got to see yourself as a loser. It's too much. Too, I, I'm a motivational person, but it's too much feeling good about you and your sins. 
You don't need to feel good about yourself if you're not on God's side. You need to be like, hey, mm -mm, God can't save me from my sins. So I need to get on his side. And it's not just, it's, it's not just saying a sinner's prayer. That's a start, y'all. I'm not knocking you saying a sinner's prayer because that's a way to open up your conversation with God. But you got to do more. The Bible said we have to be born again of the water and the spirit. So born again of the water, I'm not finished. Okay, you godly saw, you recognize you a sinner. You have a change of heart. You say goodbye world. I don't want to live for you no more. I don't want to be controlled by the culture. What culture says right and wrong. I'm not going to go along to get along no more. I'm leaving the world behind. Okay, I'm not going to do what my mind tells me to do anymore. I want to be led by God. I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to live for God. That's true repentance. It's a change. So just saying a bunch of words and you don't want to give up your nasty ways or just give up your ways. It's not like God. Then you don't need to get baptized until you realize you a sinner. Your ways are not like God and you you want to forsake the world, forsake your own unrighteous thoughts. Then, hey, you ain't ready to get baptized. But if you have made up in your mind. I'm a sinner. Lord, I don't want to be like this. I want to live for you. I forsake the world. I forsake my ways that are not like you. I want to live my life pleasing to you. Now, it's time to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Not titles, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. It is time to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God for the forgiveness of your sins. So this is why you must do this. So your sins can be forgiven. It'd be like you never did it. I don't care how horrible the crime was. I don't care how horrible of the situation that you may have been in or had a part of. God will cleanse all of that. I promise y'all, when I got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, I felt the release. I felt like a new person. And you will feel the same way too. And the best part about it is God forgives you. It don't matter if people don't forgive you. Now, if you have harmed somebody, you need to go back and apologize to them. But again, even if even if you apologize and they don't forgive you, they still want to hold it against you. It don't matter because, hey, the judge, the righteous judge forgives you. Glory to God. So you get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, God wants you to receive his precious gift, which is the Holy Ghost. Okay, the Holy Ghost is just God's spirit dwelling on the inside of you. Glory to God. And so that's being born of the spirit. Now, some people, myself included, I received the Holy Ghost before I was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And so that's fine. If you receive the Holy Ghost before you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you still have to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Like while I'm yet speaking, you can be asking, Lord, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Lord, fill me with your spirit. Come into my life. And how you know you receive the Holy Ghost in your life, you will begin to speak in other tongues as the spirit gives utterance. So you're actually speaking in another language like, and you don't know what you're saying. Like God, the spirit of God have took control, hallelujah, of your tongue. And you don't know what you're saying. It, ooh, y'all, when I see the Holy Ghost, 
I'll be the lost myself, but it was such a glorious experience. And I was only about 11 years old and I knew, I knew God was speaking through me. I couldn't control my tongue. And it wasn't like, Bring. no, it was like a whole nother language, a heavenly language, glory to God that I just, I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew God was getting the glory and I knew it wasn't English. And so I thank God for that experience and God will feel you as well. So if you want to enter the best organization, the best kingdom on earth and in heaven, hey, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. That's in John 3. It's also found in Acts 2.38 to be exact. Glory to God. Now. Another thing, in the kingdom of God, we have pure hearts. But, oh, Lord, before I get to that, I do want to, no, no, I'm not going to go there right now. So, anyway, people in the kingdom of God have pure hearts. The Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That's Matthew 5 and 8. And so, y'all, again, like I was expressing before, our hearts are not naturally pure. It's just not. And so we need God. That's why we have to be born again, because we need God to make our hearts pure, to give us a new heart. So bless are the pure heart, for they shall see God. And so another verse says, beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we when he shall appear, we shall be like him, like when he come again. For we shall see him as he is. And every man that have this hope in him purify himself even as he is pure. So again, our hope is in God. He's coming back again. And so every day we are in the kingdom of God. We're purifying ourselves even as he is pure. How I'm purifying myself? Through the word of God. I can't check myself with uh, the saint next to me. I can't check myself with Facebook, social media. No, through the word of God. That's your mirror. Am I living a pure life? Not even, you got to watch some of these churches because they agreeing with sin, that you can have sin in your life. That's not pure. That's why Jesus died and that's why we, and rose. That's why we got to be born again so we can be pure. But every day, Every day, you got to keep your heart pure by what you watch, by what who you listen to, who you're around. All of this is going to affect what you get into your mind that can get into your heart. So every day, we ought to be purifying ourselves. Because even though I have the sinful nature is dead, I still have a the flesh. I still have, I'm still walking in a human flesh. So I still can feel, see, touch, and all of this stuff. And so I'm careful that I am guided by the Spirit. And so every day I'm purifying myself. And so this is the part that we really need to chime in on because we got to realize that in order to be king of God, there's no sin. Because again, the Bible says whoever committed sin transgressive against the law. No, excuse me. Whoever committed sin transgressive also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifest to take away our sins. Like that's why God came to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. In him 
is no sin. He was manifested again to take away our sins. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. So that interprets to mean us that's in the kingdom of God, we don't make a practice of sinning. Because, see, we belong to God. We have now been born again. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. I'm going to say it again. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth have not seen him, neither known him. So you don't know God when you're making a practice of sin and you don't belong to the kingdom of God. He's not your king. He's not your Lord. Okay, because you don't even know him if you keep sinning. Don't belong to the kingdom of God. Okay, so it says this is important. Little children, let no man deceive you. He said in the Bible, it's so many verses about like, let no man deceive you. He that doth righteousness is righteous. Again, he that doth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So, right things towards God, right living, and we know the only right living is holiness. Because it said, be ye holy, for I am holy. So, right living, right standing with God, okay. So, he that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil. I need to say this again. He that committeth sin is of the devil. You make a practice of sin, you're of the devil. Okay? For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever is born of God does not commit sin. That means we don't make a practice of sinning. If we say we've been born again, we're in the kingdom of God. We don't make a practice of sinning. So this is how you not be deceived. You, you, the people, if you're in the world, you haven't been saved. People saying they're in the kingdom of God, they belong to God, but you see them keep sinning, outright sinning. They belong to the devil. So don't say we all hypocrites because no, I'm not. And we all are not hypocrites, but there are some people that's professing to be a part of the kingdom of God, professing to be, to, to be saved, and their father is the devil. So don't get twisted on what people be saying. Don't get twisted on them even say, speaking in some kind of tongue. If you see that they are making a practice of sinning, they don't belong to the kingdom of God, and they are of the devil. It say he that committed sin, is of the devil. So don't be deceived by what you're seeing and hearing. Glory to God. So it say, whoever is born of God does not commit sin. So if they say they're a child of God, we don't practice sinning. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So we say we have God in our lives, and our Father is God. God has no sin in him at all. So we're not going to practice sinning. It's right there in the word. And the children, okay. In this, the children of God are manifest. I need y'all to hear this. Hear this. Turn your volume up. In this, the children of God are manifest. And the children of the devil. There's a difference. Whosoever doth not righteousness, whosoever 
doth not righteousness is not of God. If they're not living their life to please God, if they're not living by the holy word of God, if they're not being led by the spirit of God, they're not of God. It's just so plain. Um, neither he that loveth not his brother. They be like, I hate her. I can't stand him or her. I hate, really, I hate them. They're not a child of God. Don't be fooled. So don't say, I don't want to be saved. I don't want to be part of that because they all hypocrites. They all hateful. No, that person that's saying they're part of the child, they're a child of God is lying. The Bible says, be not deceived. Because whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. And hey, we all about love over here. In the kingdom of God, the greatest organization, greatest kingdom on earth and in heaven. We about love here. We about living righteous for God and not our own righteousness. Because again, it's based on the word of God. Glory to God. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. That's 1 John 3, 2 through 11. So don't get it twisted. If they don't. Do righteousness, they're not of God. They make a practice of sinning, they're not of God. If they hate their brother or sister, they are not of God. They are not his children. It, it, no, it's too many people out here claiming that God is their father and he is not. God is a father of creation, but he's not their God in relationship. Glory to God, there's a difference. He created all of us, but in relationship, he's not their father if they're not practicing righteousness so if you want to join the greatest kingdom of god you must be born again and when you're born again you are mad you're gonna have a pure heart but every day we gotta work on it glory to god because this is where it get twisted again be like god knows my heart yes but that don't mean you in the kingdom of god so this say, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart. This is how you know you don't have a pure heart if you have these things. And they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands defiles not a man. You know how people be so particular... About certain things, you be like, wow. Like, they be all a concern about the outside, but their heart is nasty. And see, this is what God focused on. Because if you get that heart right, you allow him to get your heart right, then what's on the outside is automatically going to come forth. It's going to show forth. So, you got to look at it and be like, do I really belong to the kingdom of God? Am I fountain this? Evil thoughts, murders, adulteries. Adulteries mean you're married. But you sleeping with someone else that's not your uh, spouse. Fornication. You're not married, but you sleeping with people that's not your spouse. Mm. So thefts, false witness, blasphemies. That's Matthew 15, 18 through 21. And then it says the heart is deceitful above all things. You know, God knows my heart. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, I try the veins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. 
So the heart is desperately wicked. And this is why, again, I encourage you to join the greatest kingdom on earth and in heaven. Because, listen, you got to be born again. It's going to take God to give you a new heart because your heart as is without Jesus Christ giving you a total transformation is desperately wicked. I don't care how good you talk. I don't care how good you look. I don't care what good deeds you have done. Your heart is desperately wicked. And you need a heart transplant. That's why you got to be born again. So he can give you a new heart. Y'all, I thank God for the new birth. I thank God because I'm telling you, before I was born again, I was hateful. I was mean. I was all about me. But when God came in my life, I became so caring, so nice, and I wanted to live for God. I wanted to live my life for God. And so I encourage y'all on today to be born again into the greatest kingdom and organization and family, et cetera, et cetera, on earth and in heaven. So anyway... That that was about we having to have a pure heart. And again, when we in the kingdom of God, we now have pure hearts. But again, if you're not in the kingdom of God, your heart is not pure. So don't fool yourself. Come on over to the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Now, next thing. We that are in the kingdom of God, we say words of edification. We lift each other up. That's another uh, another uh, benefit or another quality of us that's, that are in the kingdom of God. Now, those that are not, sometimes you may have a problem with cursing. And listen, when you first a babe in Christ, you know, you just coming in this thing and you had a problem with cursing before you was born again. Sometimes, sometimes it might slip up. And now then, because you ain't crucifying that flesh you got to crucify that flesh more and think more because and, and just process more. But anyway, if you not even sorry for the cussing, you make an excuse and be like, God knows my heart. You're not a part of the kingdom of God because we are not part of the kingdom of God. Use our words to bless others. Use our words to uh, encourage others. Use our words for wisdom. Use our words to teach. Glory to God. Use our words for kindness. So when we realize that all we doing is cussing, 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 you don't belong to the kingdom of God. Cause see, let's see, let's see what the Bible say. Matthew 12 and 34 says, Oh generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance, see this is another thing with the heart, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Matthew 12, 34. So you get like a clear picture of your heart. How, what comes out your mouth. So if you always saying cuss words, your heart is not right. Your heart is not pure before God. And you need to ask God to forgive you. And you need to ask God to really come into your life. Because God will do it. And if you have been born again in the water and spirit and you still having problems with this, then you need to watch what you're listening to. You need to watch who you allow to feed your spirit. You need to watch what you're looking at. 
You need to fast. Like go some days without no food and no drink. And I'm not talking about over 30 days. Do what, do what God leads you to do. But you need to fast and say, Lord, I need you to purify my tongue in the name of Jesus Christ. Because there's no excuse. We can't say I'm saving. I cuss a little. Listen, that means you acknowledge that you do cuss and you ain't trying to do nothing about it. It's actually a brag. It is actually a slap in the face to God who is able to take that away. Because when we are born again, we're born again. And God changes our whole nature. We take on a whole different nature. So if you still habitually and continually cussing and making excuses for it, perhaps you may not be in the kingdom of God. You need to check yourself. But um, it also say, James 3, 9 through 12, this I know it don't supposed to be in the kingdom, a part of the people that's in the kingdom of God. Therefore, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth, out of the same mouth, proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, this thing ought not so to be. My brethren, this thing, these, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain sent forth at the same place, sweet water and bitter? No. Can a fig tree, my brother, bear olive berries? Either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. James 3, 9 through 12. So listen, it's either or. So either you feel to the spirit or you feel to your nasty flesh. Now, when you see yourself as blessing one time and cursing one time, you, you're confused and it's, it's more, you're more fleshly. Then spiritual. And if you see yourself like that, you got to, again, if you was born again, first of all, something is not right. I'm not dealing with this part in my life. And God, I need you to help me. And I need you to cleanse this from me. Now, if you have no sorrow for it and you continue to do it, listen, perhaps you're not even born again. You need to ask God to, again, come into your life. Glory to God. Because this is a sign that you are walking in the flesh and not yielding yourself to God. And God will help you if you want to be helped. So a distinguishing quality is we in the kingdom of God use our words for edification, not cussing. So again, when you see somebody habitually cussing, making excuses for cussing, listen, fresh water and salt water don't come out the same fountain. So either they belong to the kingdom of God or they belong to the world. There's only two things. So again, don't say we all hypocrites. No, nope, we're not because I'm not. This person is claiming to be something that they are not. So we got to make sure that we're walking in the spirit. So we won't feel the lust of the flesh if we have been born again. And if you see somebody claiming to be born again and they make an excuse for it, they just cuss, cuss, cuss. They don't belong to the kingdom. They don't. They just talking. All right. The Bible also says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying. Let no corrupt proceed, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace until the hearers. Ephesians 4 and 29. So we're going to edify one another. Glory to God. And we're not going to have that corrupt communication talking about your sister or brother. Mm -mm. And I'm not, 
I'm talking about spreading false rumors. Even if it is true, you shouldn't spread that rumor if you know it's going to hurt them. Glory to God. Like deliberately hurt someone. That should never be our intentions. Watch your mouth. Let no cover up communication proceed out of your mouth. Ephesians 4.29. Again, but that which is good to the use of edifying, lifting one another up. Uh, Colossians 3.8-10 also lists out, tell us to put off filthy communication out of our mouth. Put it off. Colossians 3, 8 through 10. So let's use our words to edify. And those that are in the kingdom of God, we use our words to edify and not to bring each other down. Now, modesty, us in the kingdom of God, especially ladies, we that are in the kingdom of God, we dress modest. That means we don't have our breasts out, cleavage all showing. We don't have our thighs out. We don't have our butt out. We look modest. We don't even have on too much, listen to the words, too much makeup that we don't even know. You didn't transform into the whole different person. We don't even know who you are no more. We don't do that as holy women of God, as kingdom of God women. Glory to God. We represent our Savior, our Lord, and King at all times. Glory to God. That's 1 Timothy 2 and 9. Um, we don't wear too much jewelry. I didn't say don't wear jewelry. I said, cause you see, I have on jewelry too much where the focus is so much on you. People can't even hear the message. And, and, and it's a shame, a sin and a shame that you have people up on a praise team, choir, even teaching. People can't even focus on the message because you have women with their behind jiggling because they clothes. That their clothes not fitting right, or it's so tight that you see the whole shape of they behind, or it's so short that you see all they thighs. Like the men of God cannot even look down at the pool, look off the pulpit because it's disgusting, and they should have to look at that. It's disgusting. Yes, we are full of the spirit, but we still in the flesh. We still have eyes to see. So no, it's disgusting and it's a shame before God. And it is a shame that you have women out here that claim to be a part of the kingdom of God saying, I want to look sexy. I want to, you know, you don't even, even if you don't say it, that's your thought because that's what you got on. Like, no, our, our thought process should be like, is this holy? Because we're representing the kingdom of God. Our standard is holiness. Our standard is holiness. Our law is the word of God. And our law and, and the standard tell us to be holy. So why? Don't be deceived, y'all. Because these women do not represent the kingdom of God. If they are deliberately going out here looking sexy, it's a false representation of the kingdom of God. We that belong to the kingdom of God, we're modest. And it's everything with apparel, jewelry, the way we wear our hair. Some people have these wild colors in their hair. Like like wild colors in their hair. That is no longer modest. That is no longer modest. Crazy hairstyles. That is no longer modest. It's in the word. Turn to 1 Timothy 2 and 9. So if we're going to represent the kingdom. Let's represent it. In word, in deed, in our lifestyle. The way we, which includes the way we dress. Because the Bible says, 
that there is an attire of an harlot. Proverbs 7 and 10. And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of a harlot and subtle of heart. Proverbs 7 and 10. So a lot of things you be seeing in the church building is the attire of a harlot. Because a harlot going to have all her body out, all her meat showing, breasts, thighs, butt, whatever. The face going to be made a certain, made up a certain way to know so you can know that this is a harlot. So why would we in the kingdom of God have the attire of a harlot? God is not pleased with this. And so we have to say, you know what? I belong to the kingdom. Y'all, this is the greatest kingdom on earth. We look like ladies. We look like royalty. We are royalty because our father is the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. So we're not dressing skimpy, scandalous and looking like a harlot. I mean, if that's your occupation, that's going to be on you between you and God. But don't claim to be a part of the kingdom of God with the attire of a harlot because our dress is modest. Glory to God. We are a kingdom of God women. And I don't care where you at, Tahiti. I don't care where you at. We don't leave. We don't leave our breasts, our thighs, our behind, our stomachs, all of that. We don't do that in the kingdom of God. We represent the Lord and Savior, the King of Kings. We're modest in everything that we do. And so that's why this is the greatest kingdom, because we get the respect and of course, you have fools out here. They're not, they ain't going to respect anybody. They don't even fear God, so don't even respect them to feed you. Or when fear, I mean respect. But we get the highest respect when we look like royalty. Because we are royalty. We get the respect of a lady. But when you out here with the attire of a harlot, and you have the men whistling at you, and you had the men saying like degrading comments to you, it's no sense in getting mad. And what they doing is wrong. But don't get mad because you have the attire of a harlot. So maybe they perhaps they thought you was a harlot. So listen, we as holy one God, we need to dress the part because again, we're royalty. And I, I know we have a good glimpse because most of the time when you talk about royalty in these other countries, they look nice most of the time. But the kingdom of God don't compare. Don't compare because we're the greatest organization and kingdom on earth and in heaven. And we need to look modest because we represent, we represent something just so elegant and dignified. Glory to God. And so if you want to dress half naked, do it at home where nobody see you. Don't turn on Facebook. Don't turn on, don't post on pictures, but do it at home where nobody else can see you. But when you step out them doors, when you step out wherever you're stepping out, you need to represent God to the fullest. Glory to God. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care what trend is happening. Because some of these women out here calling themselves prophets, evangelists, or whatever, they're a false representation of the kingdom of God. When the Bible says be modest. Modest. What it, what? Let the woman, no, it says that woman, women adorn themselves in modest apparel. That's a kingdom of God woman. A kingdom of God woman is adorned in modest apparel. And it's so beautiful to God. Who cares what these other people think? Do you want to be beautiful to God, beautiful to God or beautiful to the people that's on their way straight to hell? Nah, you know what? I'm going to be beautiful to God. 
And you can look nice. You can look modest and nice. Glory to God. Just be make sure you covered up. You should want to be covered up because you royalty. Why would you want men to see the goody goodies? Even women. Because this, you know, some women are lesbians. Why would you want them to see your goody good goods? No. You're beautiful both inside and out. And you don't have to show your goods to the world. You don't. Some things are meant to be covered up. And your breasts and your butt and your thighs and your stomach is some of those parts. Because it's your more intimate parts. So don't tell me people don't get roused up when they see it. Ask Acts of regular man. And you don't need to be arousing somebody's sexual desire. And you're single. You need to arouse the sexual desire of your husband behind closed doors. You still don't go out in public looking sexy. No, that should never be your intention. I represent God. So, no. I'm going to make sure that I look holy. Glory to God. Sanctified. Glory to God. Set apart for the master's use. Because at any time, God can use you to talk to somebody, a witness to somebody. You never know if a sinner, God been talking to a sinner. You, you need to be in a position where you can witness to them without them staring at your breast because your cleavage is out. Like that's ridiculous. Or staring, staring at your butt because it's so, it's so the dress or skirt or pants, whatever it is, it's so tight. You can see the whole shape. Bro, can't even listen to what you're saying. Can't hear you. Because all he can do is see everything that's out. We are a witness for God. We are his ambassadors. This is scripture. So let's represent him in a in modest apparel as he said in his word. 1 Timothy 2 and 9. And so y'all, this is the greatest kingdom of earth because we look good on the outside. Our inside is right. Our heart is pure before God. God is pleased with our life. We have an intimate relationship with him. Glory to God. It's so wonderful. So the last thing I'm going to say for those that are in the world, you have been saved uh, and you looking at the hypocrisy. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So they're not going in. They're not in the kingdom. They're not in the kingdom. They can say they belong to the kingdom. These people be singing about belonging to the kingdom. But if they if they practice cussing, practice sinning, and say you are of the devil. You look had a tie of a harlot. Watch it. That's unrighteous. That's not righteous living. Because the Bible just told us to have modest apparel. So know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Again, we got to be righteous. Who makes us righteous? God. God being in our life. We're not righteous on our own. But the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. The people that was not born again of the one spirit, they're not inheriting the kingdom of God. Okay, let's see who, some unrighteousness. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. They're not going in. You can't be sleeping with somebody that's not your husband, singles. I don't care if it's your fiance. I don't care if it's your boyfriend. One, sleeping with one man and you're not married to him can send your behind straight to hell. It's not worth it. So you sleeping with one person and another woman sleeping with multiple men is still going to get the same punishment. And that's hell. 
So you're not going in. You're stealing from people. You ain't going in. You want something that somebody else have. And, and you do everything you can to get what they have. I'm talking about actually what they have. Their stuff. You ain't going in. But see, this is this is the part that I like. And such were some of you. Some of us was like this. This is why I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all can join the greatest organization on earth no matter what you done, who you done with, and too. Long as you repent and be born again in the water and spirit. You can join because such was some of me. The Bible says such was some of you, but such was some of me. Y'all know good well. I have three children. I'm not married. So yes, at one time I was a fornicator. But this is the part. Such were some of you, but, but ye are washed. But ye are, oh, ye are sanctified. God wash me. God sanctify me. But ye are justified. God made it like it never been done. But ye are justified in whose name? The name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. First Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. So such was some of us. Y'all know I was fornicated. Glory to God, but God washed me. He cleansed me. He sanctified me. He justified me. And now I am living for Christ. And I mean, it been years, years, over a decade. Glory to God that I have came back to Christ. Glory to God. It's been over a decade. That's 1 Corinthians. And I'm telling y'all, it don't matter. It don't matter if you're a drug dealer. It don't matter if you're a drug user. It don't matter. It don't matter. You a fighter. You hateful. You're stubborn. God will wash you he will cleanse you it don't matter what sin you have done who you done it to how long you've been doing it you you just gotta come to god and just be like you know what lord i need help i can't do this on my own i tried y'all i tried me growing up in church and you know i tried to live i tried to live safe without being filled with god's spirit and showed in work i fell flat on my face we need god's power to help us to live this holy life. We need the Holy Ghost power. You can't do it on your own. So don't try to fix yourself. Don't try to cleanse your own self. You ain't going to be able to do it. You're going you gonna to say, hey, every time I try to do good, evil is always there. It's just always enticing me to do the wrong. Yes, because you have, you have no power to resist it. So see, about to, you got to submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee. He not fleeing. He ain't going to flee until you submit yourself to God. You got to come under what God is saying. And he's saying on the night, you must be born again. You must be born again of the water and the spirit. God will give you the power to do what you cannot do on your own. You tried to quit smoking. You tried to quit drinking. But you can't do it. You got to surrender your life and yourself to God. He will help you. Oh yeah, it's going to be real rough at first. But the more you resist the devil, you stand firm like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stay away from it. I don't even want to be around people that do it. I don't want to even look at it. Because sometimes you can't even look at movies. If you're a drunkard, if you're a person that get high, you can't even watch that on TV. You can't even watch that on movies. You can't be around your old friends. You got you to gotta forsake it until you get strong to where you're like, I mean, like, I still want to keep the same friends. If they get high, no, no, no. I love y'all. But no, I'm not, I'm not about that life no more. I'm not about that drinking life no more. I'm not about that sleeping with men or women life no more if you're single. So you, you, me, 
We got to totally submit ourselves to God for us to be a part of the kingdom of God. And again, he let him do it for you. But you got to furnish the mind and the heart to want to be changed. And he'll help you to do it. Then you got to follow steps and teaching from the church, from the Bible. You got to get yourself in a Bible believing Holy Ghost empowered church. Because these churches, they say they're churches, but they're not. Because they're not teaching you about the power of the Holy Ghost. And that's why your preacher is still sleeping with women that's not his wife. That's why your preacher is still cussing. That's why your preacher is still going to clubs. That's why your preacher is still smoking marijuana. That's why your preacher is still molesting little boys and little girls. Because they ain't even filled with the power. Get yourself in a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-empowered church where the man of God you sitting under is obeying the word of God and is led in the spirit of God and you see that his life is holy. So I encourage y'all and say this is the greatest organization, the greatest family, the greatest kingdom on heaven and in earth. The Bible says come without money, come without price. Come on, come on, come on and join the greatest kingdom and organization and greatest family on earth and heaven i'm telling y'all it's gonna be worth it it is gonna be worth it now now listen every day is not gonna be peachy dory but every day is great because i got jesus in my life and he helps me to go through whatever i have to go through and so that's why i'm like hey i got the greatest oh i got the greatest power on my side and he for me oh i can get through any day i can get through any day because i got him and so i'm telling y'all this world getting evil and evil we we all need Jesus. We all need Jesus. And y'all need, I'm telling y'all, you must be born again of the water and spirit. You want to join this kingdom. That's the only way you're going to be able to come in is being born of the water and of the spirit. Now, y'all, if y'all don't have a church home, y'all welcome to come to the City of Refuge Church under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr., Glory to God again is in Batesville, Mississippi. Glory to God. And y'all are so welcome. Y'all are so welcome to join a family. Glory to God that will love you, that will push you to greatness, that will push you to be the best person that you can be in God. Glory to God. We are here to help you through your holiness journey. We are help here to help you because look, God desire a relationship with us. And y'all, he wants you to join his kingdom. But Satan going to be at you. He going to continually be at you. He going to see your mind. He going to make it feel like you too dirty or that you too good. But no, you ain't too dirty and you ain't too good to join the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Because I'm telling y'all, this, this kingdom will continue to heaven. You want to be a part of this everlasting kingdom where you will have life and peace. Glory to God now and ooh. Now and in eternity. Oh, y'all. Yes, Lord. Because I'm telling y'all, you don't know when you're going to die. And you don't know when Jesus is coming back. So why not be a part of the greatest organization, greatest family, greatest kingdom on earth and heaven? Why not? Ain't no way that I would go to hell and suffer with the devil who hated me. Who hated me and was jealous because he couldn't. He couldn't ever come back in the kingdom. Why are you going to let him deceive you? No. God is real. And the Holy Ghost is real in my life. So I know the Holy Ghost is real. Glory to God. God is real. His word is true. 
You better believe God and his word over what the devil telling you. This witchcraft, this black magic, get best to know if it's that kind of spirit. Oh, it's a it's a it's it's a righteous spirit. And God gonna judge us. After death is appointed to man wants to die. After death is the judgment. And we all gonna have to report to God for the deeds we done in our body, whether good or evil. I promise y'all, y'all need to join this kingdom of God. Like, ain't no way you would choose to serve the devil. God will give you blessings here and now. God is with you, your very best friend. And you're going to choose the devil who hates you. He's going to give you what you want and then he's going to laugh at you. Because you're going to be in hell burning with him. So I'm telling y'all, join the greatest kingdom on earth and in heaven. The greatest organization, the greatest family. You got us. You Most of all, you got God on your side. And, hey, that's great problem. That's why I fear no man. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do. I fear no man. Because God got me. And he is inside of me. Glory to God. I thank God for this power. Ooh, I thank God for my heavenly father that loves me so much. Come on and join the greatest kingdom. I don't care if your mother and father hate you. Don't get, your, don't get that relationship twisted. God always loves you. God put you on this earth for a reason. Come on and join the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Well, y'all, anyway, y'all have a blessed, blessed night. Again, if y'all need to contact me, hit me up on Facebook or what, however you need to hit me up. Contact me, and I'm more willing, more than willing to walk you through the plan of salvation. Glory to God. Well, y'all have a blessed, blessed night. Peace out.